Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um, this week, I wanted to talk about cutting, you know, dieting, leaning out, whatever you want to call it. But I just want to talk about the right ways to do it and obviously the wrong ways to do it. Um, and all of this is based upon obviously what I'm doing now, I'm cutting right now, but also the mistakes I've made in the past and, um, you know, the changes I've made now, how they've impacted me for the better. So to begin with, you know, I've been cutting or like I, I started my first cut around 17, 18, right? And um, back then, it's sim- simply, you know, cut down, lean down just to get a six pack. Um, and one of the biggest misconceptions is you can like, you know, you don't have to train abs at all, you just lean down there, and they're there. That is true to an extent, meaning that, you know, some people's genetics naturally have their abs, um, you know, that area doesn't have a lot of fat coverage, right? It's, it's totally genetic. Um, it's, it's out of your control, basically. But the most important thing is if that's a goal of yours, whenever you're bulking or trying to add muscle mass, really make sure you work out those abs because uh, not working out your abs is the difference between cutting for four months and cutting for two months, right? Sometimes it might even be longer or shorter, right? So that's another thing that I wish I knew earlier. When I first started my cutting, I just kept trying to go uh, get leaner and leaner and my weight dropped all the way down. I usually hover around 200, 190 around there. But I got all the way down to 160 and I still barely saw anything. And that was because a lot of the weight that left was just my actual muscle mass on my my frame, like my arms and shoulders and chest, everything was gone at that point. Um, and uh, my abs weren't developed enough naturally. Um, so that's something where I'm working on now. You know, even as you're dieting and cutting, you still want to make sure you're um, working out your abs consistently because you want to keep, you know, so... This brings me into glycogen, right? So glycogen is a molecule essentially when you're cutting and your carbs are low, which naturally happens as you try to cut. um, Glycogen is essentially carbs convert into glycogen and glycogen gets into your muscle. And when you're cutting, you don't have enough glycogen and glycogen stays in the muscle. So if you don't have glycogen, your muscles feel and look smaller than they actually are. Um, It's just your body's way of, you know, like prioritizing certain things. when you're dieting and you're eating less food, your body has no, um, it doesn't really care about your muscles and make, having them look pumped all the time or having them look nice and full. So that's another reason why, you know, when you're cutting, sometimes you might not look, your stomach area might not pop as much. And that's because of glycogen, right? So um, that's another important thing, realizing that, you know, sometimes when you're cutting, right, after a month or two, you're, you're going to look smaller. Um, and some people get put off by that where they don't want to look smaller, right? You want to, obviously you, you spent a, like a lot of time, um, working hard, building muscle mass. And now all of a sudden you have nothing to show for it. Basically it's, it's as if you never worked out in your life. Um, but the whole point of that is to stay patient. Um, remember why you started your cut, right? For whatever reason it was. Um, and what you can do is, you know, every three weeks you can have a refeed day, uh, a refeed day is different from a cheat day, right? Cheat day is eat whatever you want. Sometimes you might go over your calorie number, but a refeed day is structured. It's high carb, really low fat, you know, keep your protein the same and keep your calories roughly where they would be when you're uh, doing your normal cut. So what that does is those extra carbs get shuttled right into your muscles. So after that refeed day, um, every three weeks, the day after or the week after, you're going to look much more full and uh, you're going to feel better. And what it also does is is it increases your metabolism, right? It tricks your body into thinking that, you know, you're eating more again, and now your body just starts to run better, and, you know, you're going to have a higher uh, resting heart rate, and even when you do cardio, you're probably going to sweat more. 
And all these things are really beneficial, right? So I usually say to my clients, do a refeed day whenever there is a plateau in the weight. You know, eventually, say I start uh, I start my cut at 200, around 185 is usually when I plateau. And that's when I'll have a bigger refeed day where I might have more carbs and tip, uh, than normal. But that really does help. And it's super, super important to make sure that, you know, you don't get uh, demotivated because you're not losing weight because it's normal, right? Your body's, end of the day, when you're trying to lose weight, your body doesn't want that, right? And it's going to fight you at uh, random intervals that you have no control over. Um, but if you stay smart and uh, stay set on what your goal is, you can get past that. Um, and another point I want to bring up is the workouts themselves. So when you work out, when you bulk up, right, you're working out, you're lifting heavier and heavier as you get gain with more weight and uh, you get stronger. The most important thing is when you're cutting to keep lifting heavy. And that's something that I never truly took in until very, very recently, right? So when you're dieting, try to pretend that you have to outlift what you did when you were bulking, which is, you know, doesn't make sense because you you weigh less, you're eating less food. But if you take that attitude towards your lifts, you'll lift as heavy as you possibly can with whatever you got, right? You can't force yourself to lift heavier than before, but you're going to push yourself to your max. And what this does is it tells your body that, hey, you know, this, this person wants to keep muscle on their body, right? So your body's never going to drop too much muscle mass. Because I mean, end of the day, you might lose a tiny, tiny bit. And that happens with everyone. But if you stay consistent, lift heavy, you know, track your lifts, make sure that they're not dropping too much. You'll always make sure that by the end of your diet, by the end of your cut, you have as much muscle mass as you possibly could have. Um, and then, you know, the biggest thing is like when you get to the end of your cut, like don't worry about what however you look like muscle wise, because once you finish, just keep your macros roughly the same, maybe add a little bit more calories, just add those calories from carbs. And then all of a sudden you'll be as big as you were when you were bulking, but you'll be super lean, right? So it's more so like when you get to the end, you can do things to kind of like bring that muscle back fairly quickly. Uh, it's never like the muscle is gone completely, especially if you're lifting heavy and you're you know having good workouts. Where would the muscle technically go, right? You're still lifting, right? So it's not going to just disappear unless you stopped working out. And that's something you don't do. Stop, don't like add in more rest days um, and stop working out as hard because that's a the body just doesn't think that you need the muscle mass, right? Because it'd rather drop the muscle than body fat because body fat is very valuable uh, valuable to your body. So that's a mistake I made when I was younger. You know, by the end of my cut, I'd look really, really skinny and then I would feel demotivated. And then by the end of my cut, I'd be like, oh, I want my muscle back. I'd increase my calories by a thousand or something crazy like that. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm putting on pure fat while I'm bulking up and it was just a vicious cycle back and forth. So um, these are things where, you know, I've made these mistakes. I'm just trying to like, you know, hopefully teach you guys to not make the same mistakes. But uh, like cutting is always hard, right? The biggest thing about cutting is um, to stay consistent and to know why you're doing it because that's the most important part, right? Like cuts prior, like obviously there's a quarantine, everything going on, right? You can't really go out to eat, which is a blessing for me because um, in the past, whatever, whenever I had my diets, there'd be times where I'd, I'd break it because of, you know, prior engagements or going out to dinner or something like that, um, which I never really wanted to do, but it was such a, such a social thing, right? You want to get with friends or family and, uh, eat something, you know, eating together is really common, right? So it's hard to manage your calories, um, and all that, but, um, yeah, just making sure you like, so I'm just going to break it down here, making sure that your lifts are heavy, um, volume wise, like you can lift 
you can push yourself and do as many sets and reps as you possibly can, but listen to your body, right? That's really, really important. Um, whenever I, so I essentially work out basically every day, but that's because I have it structured nicely. And when I get home from my workouts, it's pure rest and recovery. I try not to do anything else because I really do enjoy the aspect of waking up and getting my workout in. Um, and yeah, just making sure also to, uh, if you're going to incorporate cardio, into your um, cut, just make sure that you're not overdoing it because that's another way your muscle can dissipate and disappear. Um, you know, what I like to do is like any day where I feel like, hey, I'm kind of extra hungry and I really do want to eat more of my food, I'll add in an extra 10 to 20 minutes of cardio, right? I typically do 20 minutes daily right now. Um, and you can also try intermittent fasting, right? So intermittent fasting is great because, um, you know, like for me, example, my example, sorry. Um, you know, back when I, I was working properly, um, you know, I would eat, wake up, eat at 9 a.m. and then keep eating until whatever, 10 p.m., right? So once this whole quarantine thing started, um, I started implementing intermittent fasting and it came to the point where, you know, now I don't feel hungry until 4 p.m., which is when I break my fast. And it makes it so easy because from 4 p.m. to around 8 p.m. is my window. Once I eat everything I need to, like I'm so full, more full than I was before I started fasting. And what this allows me to do is because I'm not hungry before uh, 4 p.m., when I come into the gym here uh, around like 12 or 1, like I feel nice and like refreshed, right? I don't feel like this food is slowing me down at all. I feel nice and light on my feet. I can get a great workout in. I can get a great cardio session in. And I feel like personally when I do cardio in a fasted state, it really helps target fat stores in my you know, love handles and uh, the stomach area, right? Because that's that's my weak spot personally. Um, but yeah, figuring out that part of it, like finding the best way to structure your diet is going to go a long way, uh, not even at the start of your cut, but at the end of your cut. Because, you know, when you're getting close to the physique you want, it's going to feel weird. Your body's going to be like, you know, when you're in a calorie deficit for a long time, you don't feel great. You know, it's it's hard to kind of maintain at that point. Um, but I would usually recommend to my clients is, you know, get to a reasonable point um, something where, you know, you don't feel like shit all the time, but something where you feel comfortable and you feel good. You like it the way you look and then just slowly add some calories back in, maintain that look for a while, see how you like the look with the glycogen back in your muscle, your muscles looking more full. And essentially it's just keep repeating the cycle, bulk and cut, bulk and cut, because each time you bulk, you add more muscle mass. So you don't have to lean down or cut as long each and every time you do it. Um, so that's the most enjoyable part for me is, um, Knowing when you finish your cut, like you like how you look and then knowing that it can get better and better and better. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this podcast. Um, if you have any other questions about uh, cutting or dieting, um, I'm really into it now because that's all I'm really doing uh, since uh, I've been able to work properly. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, you can email me at nashtyfitness at gmail.com or you can uh, DM me on Instagram at nashtyfitness. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys next week.